0: How prepared are you to share the gospel? I'm Mark Bricker, education pastor here at McGregor, and this is Beyond the Notes. This past Sunday, we looked at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the first six verses, and in those six verses, we saw the Apostle Paul defending his apostleship, defending his own teachings, his own doctrine. And in, in the process of doing that, he gave us a just a, a beautiful glimpse into his ministry practices, as well as the message that he proclaimed very loudly. And the challenge, I think, for that is as we as we looked at, at Paul, and this happens a lot of times when we're we're studying studying his life and uh, almost anything that he has written down, inspired by the Holy Spirit, of course. But we see somebody that was extremely bold in proclaiming the gospel, somebody that was not afraid of backing down from the from the awkwardness or the cost, and stepping up and sharing. The light of the gospel. And, and really for me in that passage, the, the convicting part for me personally was that I'm not that light that I need to be, especially all the time, that I'm not shining that, the light of the gospel that Paul refers to there in that passage into the dark world that I live in. And, and the challenge, I think, a lot of times for us is it's, it's really a, a couple of things. Sometimes we feel like we, we just we're, we're scared, we, we, we're, we're afraid of the rejection or what might happen if I step up and, and make that statement or broach that subject about Christ in a conversation with a neighbor, a coworker, a family member. Uh, But then the other reason why, and these go really kind of really close together, but the other one is I don't feel equipped. I don't feel prepared to do that. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm not sure how I'll answer their questions. And here's the good news about that second one. The second one is we'll never be fully prepared or equipped, I don't think. Maybe there are some out there that go, oh, yeah, I'm ready anytime, anywhere. I can say, I can answer any questions. I'm always, uh, I know I'm nowhere close to that. But at the same time, I do believe there is a level of preparedness that we need to work toward so that we can. And part of that is just being, a, being transformed, just spending time in the word of God, allowing God, God's word to transform our lives, to make us more like Christ each and every day. And if you are... Like myself, that would say, "Yes, I want to. I want to be that light. I, I, ha, I know I have neighbors, coworkers that that don't know Christ. What are some things? What are some ways I can be better prepared?" to share the gospel. And so I wanna spend some time uh, on this podcast just talking about how we can do that. And I'm gonna point you to a resource, actually a couple of resources. And the first resource is a resource that is completely free and it's available here at our church. It is in what I will call the track racks. We have two sets of track racks. They're in the worship center. As you come in the main foyer doors, if you go to the right, there's a set of track racks on that hallway. And if you go to the left, there's one on that side as well. But one of those tracks is a track entitled, What is the Gospel? And it's interesting because I was not aware that this was a track until probably about a year or two ago. Maybe it had been out a lot longer than that. I'm not sure. But I had, several years ago, in sharing my faith and sharing the gospel, had begun to build that around four key words and that's exactly what this this little track does, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But another resource that's not free, uh, but it's not expensive, it's a book, and it's it's the the uh, the deeper dive from the track, and it's entitled the same thing: "What Is the Gospel" by Greg Gilbert. So you notice the similarity between the book. <laughs> And the track, they look very much alike. Um, and the book does the same thing. It takes a little bit deeper dive in answering that question: What is the gospel? This is a great book to give to people, but it's also great for us as believers to say, "Okay, I want to, I want to be able to have a, a better understanding of the gospel as it's outlined throughout Scripture." So, the track itself uses really not just four words, but four questions that, that are all answered with one word. And the first question, and I, and what's easy, and I'll give you the words before you can do the questions because it just shows you how easy it is to remember. It's God, man, Jesus, response. God, man, Jesus, response. And so using those four words, if I've got 45 seconds or I have 45 minutes, I have the opportunity to talk someone through what the Bible teaches about salvation and about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So in this little track here, it starts with these four questions. Who made us and to whom are we accountable? Now, if you remember the first of the four words I just gave you, you already know the answer, right? It's God. The second question, what is our problem? Well, I gave you man, but we are our own problem as sinners. The third question, what is God's solution to our problems? Jesus And then how can I be included in his solution? And that is the response and how we respond. And so this track walks a person through those four areas. Now, what I would encourage you to do is not to grab these tracks just to give out, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I would encourage you to take one of these tracks next time you're here at church for the purpose of using this to prepare yourself to be able to share the gospel. You need to be wherever you are at any time able to briefly walk someone through what does the Bible say about salvation and about the gospel. And some of you have gone through training. I've been through a CWT. I've been through faith evangelism. Uh, I've done other modified versions of different things, shared Jesus without fear, lots of different programs. Uh, I I really have settled in on just using this. And one of the reasons that got me using this particular format and sharing the gospel is it I can see this is how Paul does it a lot when he preaches and when he teaches and when he shares and I thought well if Paul's using this kind of basic format it's probably a pretty good format so you start with God and you understand that he created everything and if you and if you can't can't get to that point it's going to be a struggle but the big fact that God has created everything and he's created uh, mankind he created Adam and Eve and everything was perfect everything was wonderful But, as we know, it didn't stay perfect for all that long. Uh, Adam sinned, and in his sin, he uh, moved into open rebellion against God and wanted to take the place of, of God himself. And so, in that, we go from God to man. And there's verses that go along with every one of these sections. Uh, when you think of uh, man and, and man as a sinner, we think of, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. In and and Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. And so you can use, learn some of those verses, or maybe you've already have some of those verses memorized. But as we go through that, we talk about God, that we are accountable to a holy and righteous God. Yes, God is a loving God, but he's also a holy and righteous God. God, and there is accountability, there is judgment, we are sinners, um, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and so how can a sinful man like myself ever have a relationship with a holy and right, righteous God? How can I ever avoid the judgment and punishment that I deserve, which is hell, because of my sin? Well, that leads us to the third part, Jesus, and I love how the little track says, but Jesus Christ. And uh, what, a, what a beautiful thought to enter into the, the love, the extreme and gracious and amazing love that God has for us by sending his son, Jesus Christ, into the world, uh, lived a perfect, sinless, holy life while he was here, and then went to the cross, laid down his own life, took on the punishment that we deserved, that payment that wrath, that judgment that each and every one of us as sinners deserved so that we could have eternal life. But it doesn't just stop with Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. What do we do? Do we have a response to what God has done through his son, Jesus Christ? And that's the last part our response. And our response, and and you probably already know this. In fact, everything I'm going through, you probably already know this is just helping you put it into a logical way to to walk someone through this. But that that response is one of repentance and faith. Repentance meaning we're turning from our sin and we're turning to something. We're turning toward Christ and we're putting our faith and trust in Him and Him alone to save us. Now, I have Overly simplified it a little bit, but again, the gospel is pretty simple, and this track will help you to help organize that. I also noticed while I was over there and our track rack that in that same series, we have a couple other ones, Why I Trust the Bible and Who is... Uh, who is Jesus, two other tracks that I'm going to take back <laughs> to my office and take a look at that I didn't even, know, didn't even know we had. So there are a couple of good resources. One other thing I would encourage you to do, and uh, somebody mentioned this Sunday after at the end of one of the services. I think it was Ryan. But uh, coming up this uh, week from, um, or coming up this Monday, June 12th, is Vacation Bible School. And we have these invite cards that give you an opportunity to invite uh, families, children to be a part of VBS. What a great opportunity to take a handful of these. And if you hopefully you grabbed some Sunday. If you didn't, maybe you can pick up some Wednesday night here or this coming Sunday when you're at church. But to take these cards and walk around your neighborhood and look for families to invite them to VBS and then ask the simple question, do you have a church home? And allow that conversation to perhaps move toward the gospel from there. It's an easy, non-threatening, you're inviting their kids to be a part of something fun at our church. You're asking if they have a church home, and then you can move to ask them about, hey, have, did you grow up going to church? What do you believe about God? Uh, and however you know, you want to make that transition to talk to them about the gospel. But this could be a great way to do that. I want to share one other thing with you uh, on this podcast today, and I mentioned this on Sunday just real briefly that sharing the gospel obviously is, is critical. That's, that's what we're called to do as it, living missionally, is to share the light of the gospel in a dark world. But also along with that comes the opportunity often to share our own personal testimony. That's what I really believe Paul is alluding to just, just a little bit there in verse 6 when he talks about how God has shown the light of his gospel, the light of uh, his glory into his heart and has changed him and paul was not afraid to share his testimony and we should not be afraid to share our testimony either and i gave the simple little outline sunday and i just wanted to remind everybody that a a good outline for a testimony is what was my life like before christ what happened when i met christ and what's my life like now after i've come to know christ and it, it doesn't have to be long but i would encourage you to think through that write that out uh, I have been blessed to hear other people's testimonies. One of the things I love about hosting one of our podcasts here, the Here at Home podcast, is sometimes I get to hear a little more extended versions of how people have come to know Christ. But uh, I would encourage you to be prepared to share your own conversion testimony, letting, letting others know What's happened to you and that it is real. And that's one of the things that people can't really argue with a testimony. They might argue with you and debate you about the Bible and what they believe. But when you begin to share what's happened to you, they'll have a hard time challenging that. And it's an opportunity for you to give give testimony to the life-changing power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. I know it's been a great reminder to me. That I need to be constantly, intentionally thinking about being that light of the gospel in a dark, dark world. Well, that wraps up another episode of Beyond the Notes. Hope to see you back here next week for another Beyond the Notes.